Welcome to Small Business Lifeline, Crane's podcast to navigate the coronavirus crisis. My name is Christine Honeydare Bryan, and I am an editor with Crane Communications. I'm hearing from a lot of you small businesses about how you're still trying to navigate managing workers remotely, and how to really handle human resources hiccups, and how to keep staff connected and engaged. So today, we are going to take just 10 minutes of your time to talk to two executives with the Chicago-based national staffing firm, LaSalle Network, about what they are finding is working. Tom Gimbel is the founder and CEO of LaSalle Network, a national staffing, recruiting, and culture firm. He has more than 25 years of industry experience and is currently managing 200 salaried employees along with 1,000 contract workers at temporary sites through COVID. Tom, it's great having you on our show. Good to be with you. How do you approach talking to your employees about work when they're often away from the office and you have not been seeing them for quite a while? Well, without being too cliche, we really uh, did what we've done throughout the 22 years I've had the company, and that is with full transparency. My belief was that all employees and right all people, they want a leader uh, and they want he or she who runs their company to be out front to tell them yes, no, and I don't know. And I felt really comfortable with I don't know because like everybody else, I'd never let a company through a global pandemic and a recession and social unrest. And for the first 12 weeks, I held daily town halls every single morning. We would have a Zoom with all 200 plus employees and every once a week at least I would answer questions, but every day I would give my take on what we're going through as a company, our fears, our hopes, and what a team is and how we were going to execute it. And through no layoffs during this uh, time so far, I feel like our, our team rallied around that and they wanted to know that uh, we were all in it together. So how have you approached different workers' needs differently? I think number one is to realize that everybody is unique and different. And I've always said that like snowflakes, there's no two snowflakes are the same, no two human beings are the same. And when you're managing people, whether it's somebody right out of college or somebody with you for 10 years or somebody who's got 20 years of experience that's new to your company, they see it differently than than somebody who's got kids and people who have kids. There's brackets of newborns versus college age kids and everything in between. And you have to realize that you're talking to a huge audience. Even if you have 20 employees, you're talking to a huge audience because they're all different phases of their life. And so what, what we've tried to do is say, we're gonna manage you as a unique individual. And it's been hard on my management team because if you're managing 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 people, to do that differently is hard. But that you don't get paid to manage during the good times. You get paid to manage during the bad times. How and have you managed working parents differently? I think you have to say, we did say, first and foremost, we do not expect your metrics, your our expectations of your work output to be at the same volume that it was before. Period. It's it's impossible to do that. Even if you have a married couple both working from home with children the best you're going to get is 50%. And I think to expect more is crazy. And when you explain that to people and you talk about that, now where it does get tricky, and luckily we didn't have this problem, but in dealing with a lot of my clients is some people, it's, it wasn't 
they might be married and it was 75-25, or they were single parents and it was really hard. And those are the challenges that were faced. But to me, that's how you measure a good company. Again, it's not how you treat people when things are good, it's how you treat people when things are bad. And you had to stand behind them and let them know, let's talk about what you feel you can accomplish. And then we'll hold you accountable to that. Not what we need you to accomplish, because we're not going to get there. What did you do for workers who were really sick through this, this crisis? Well, fortunately, we didn't have anybody who came down with COVID um, during the, the bulk of the, the crisis or a very severe case. We've had a few people that, that think they may have had it, a couple people that just got tested in the past few weeks, but it didn't last more than a day or two. So we've been fortunate in that way. But I did have one of my executives, uh, their spouse was battling cancer during this. And we had to, I, I got him on the phone. I said, listen, you are not, your expectations are different. Be with your family. And you, your access to be able to go out with immunocompromised spouse is really challenging. Uh, and to me, it's about empathy, it's about understanding, and it's about compassion. And, and when you run a company that way, there's going to be good years and bad years and good quarters and bad quarters financially and personally, emotionally. And you've got to take all that in and say, are we committed to these people for the long term? And if so, treat them that way. Tom Gimble, it's been great having you on our show. Thank you. Always good. Thanks for having me on. Good to be with you. Samira Campbell is the Chief Human Resources Officer at LaSalle Network and has over 20 years of experience in the staffing and recruiting industry. She has been working extensively with Tom Gimbel over the last few months, navigating a lot of HR issues with staff working from home. Samira, it's great having you on our show. Thank you, Christine. Thanks for having me. To what extent have you kept HR practices kind of business as usual and what they were like before? You know, Christine, for us, maintaining normalcy as much as possible was key. We're keeping things as consistent as ever because our employees are craving that right now. We're still having performance reviews and we're being very clear on job expectations and if they've changed during the quarantine because some things have had to shift during this time of working from home. To what extent are you judging workers on their current performance versus what they were doing pre-COVID? Yes, that's a very good question. So we are judging um, our people on their overall performance, not just their recent productivity. We have one worker who wasn't working at the same level as before, and we took the time out and we're like, okay, something's not right because he was a, normally he was a consistent performer. However, during this time, he was less productive. And we found out he was a full-time parent and he was living with another full-time parent, of course. And the entire family was transitioning into this whole new working from home. And we had to acknowledge that during this time, he had a lot going on. And we said to him, we didn't expect him to meet every deadline. However, we wanted him to do what he could do during this time and we worked with that employee to make sure that all was still completed and executed during this time. How are you having hard conversations with workers through Zoom or other kind of online networks? This has been a challenge for us, but we are utilizing 
Zoom and as well as Microsoft Teams. With having these tough conversations, we are paying attention to their body language. We're paying attention to their eye contact. And we require all of our meetings, especially the hard conversations, to have the video on. It's hard to have a conversation with someone if you're not able to read their body language or look at their eye contact. You can watch and see if an employee is getting defensive or they're concerned or they're upset. And if I notice this, I, I change my tone. I, I take a step back and say, hey, I'm sorry. I want to make sure you're okay. Did, did I say something that maybe offended you? Remember, we are all in this together. I want to make sure uh, you feel that this is beneficial for you. Addressing what's going on in the moment is always a good way to um, have hard conversations instead of the method of sandwiching, which sometimes when that happens, the message is not clear. So if you just take a step back, address it, have the hard conversation, but also too, it's very vital to make sure that the video Wonderful. That's great advice. So how are you preparing managers to also have hard conversations online? A lot of our managers, including myself sometimes, even though that this is what I do for a living, it's, it's not easy to have a hard conversation with someone, especially when you know that there is um, things going on in the world today. So I force myself as well as others to do role playing and I like to role play before a difficult conversation. Again, I've been doing this for over 20 years and I still role play to this day. I like to throw curveballs to managers so if they get a surprise comment from the employee during the conversation, there are no surprises. So I also uh, like to prepare as much as possible. It's always not that easy. So I also remind my our managers and supervisors that it's okay not to respond in the moment if your employee throws your curveball. It's okay to say, you know what? I don't know the response to that. I don't know how to answer that. I can get back with you. Samira Campbell, it's been wonderful having you on our show. Thank you. Thank you, Christine. Thanks for listening to Small Business Lifeline. This has been Christine Hani Dare Bryan with Crane Communications. Please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast networks. And if you have story tips, please email me at C-D-A-R-E-B-R-Y-A-N at C-R-A-I-N-S-N-E-W-Y-O-R-K.com. We'll be coming to you each week with more tips on how small businesses can survive this pandemic. Have a great week.